Welcome back to Biff, a podcast about superhero TV shows, movies, and switcheroos. My name is Dan Warren, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts. It's like we're three parts of an amazing super team. Uh, John Moltz is here. Hi, John. I want to take a minute uh, to thank Canada for Iman Vellani. <laughs> uh, that was the classic song, right? Thanks, That's Canada. Right. Yeah, thank Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Canada, Guy English is also here. Hi, Guy. I'm starving. I could really go for some tossed salad and scrambled eggs after this is all done. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording a little earlier in the day, so... uh... This is going to be some interesting dynamics here. Um, We are here to discuss The Marvels, a MCU movie that came out uh, just a few weeks ago. This is, you know, weirdly timely for us, I guess, like yeah. film wise. <laughs> well, well, it's like when it's a movie that we like yeah. to see, we go, we go see yeah. it in the theater. We all made efforts to go see it, which was nice. Yeah. The uh, Flash, less so. Less the case. Uh, John Moltz has volunteered, selflessly volunteered, I should add, <laughs> to do a recap yeah. of this movie, which I'm assured he will keep very short. Well, it's a surprisingly long recap, considering it's a very reasonably, you know, timed movie. It's only an hour and 45 I was sitting in the cinema thinking about the recap, and I'm like, I don't know, fight, 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 dance, 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 fun, fun, There's fun, fun. Yeah. Like, and I may have overdone it yeah. here, but you know, we'll yeah. see. So uh, we see a dying star and some ships jumping away to some other planet. <laughs> then we see our baddie Darben, who finds a bracelet that looks and acts very much like Kamala's, and she is perturbed to find there's only one there. Guess we know why. Jump to Kamala, being very much Kamala. Then we uh, see the last scene from Ms. Marvel where she disappears. We go to Carol, who's uh, using the scroll okay. headbandy thing. I want to mention. To... Can I mention yeah. one thing? Sorry, I know I'm sure. already derailing it. Is there a <laughs> continuity error in the Kamala scene? Sort of like the. I mean, the, she jumps into her suit at some point. Like, yes. You know, they, she's sitting they... there. You see, I think drawing. you're just supposed to assume that something else happened, like she went out to fight something or was getting ready to go I just out took it like a teenager farting around not doing her homework and like trying yeah. on fabulous yeah. I thought it was a little yeah. weird, but it, it felt very much to me like we, yeah, we filmed the, that already. There's and a then, lot of questions about some things that happened, some production particularly with issues. her outfit. Yeah. 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 Um, and because there were reshoots and stuff like that or, or, or editing changes. Um, yeah. So a- anyway... Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to mention that because it jumped out at me. I was like, wait a second, what's this? It was a little weird, but Mm -hmm. I mean, they're already done the cartoon, like little stuff going on, I think, around here. Yeah, it it didn't bother me so much as I just sort of was like, interesting. Yeah, it set the tone brilliantly for like, you know what? Just let let it go and it's cool. And it was a nice pickup from the show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although they only did it once. Uh, I suspected they would keep doing it, but they, they didn't. I thought they would. I, yeah, I was yeah, surprised and if you they didn't simply because it's you know involves the other characters and it becomes difficult to cut back and forth between those two things. It'll be interesting to see if She Hulk if She Hulk gets involved with yeah. other characters. It'll be interesting to see if she's talking to the camera. A lot. I'm kind of interested in seeing that just because like she just stares off into the distance and starts talking, and the other characters are like, mm-hmm. "What the hell?" Like she's nuts. She's basically bananas. <laughs> like Bruce gets angry and she just goes like completely bananas <laughs> anyway sorry we're derailing yeah yeah uh so she's using the scroll headband thing to try and remember her past she gets a call from fury on the saber space station and there's apparently a surge in the jump point system and he asks her to check out the point of origin she finds a new jump point that's stuck open monica meanwhile is uh, heading to check out the jump point near earth 
it kind of gets awkward when Fury uh, adds them both to the call because Monica doesn't want to talk to her. When uh, Monica jumps the jump, touches the jump point, zap, all three of our heroes change places. Kamala meets Nick Fury. Carol meets Kamala's family. There's more changing places as Carol fights some Kree and then goes to investigate the Skrull's current planet uh, where a big Kree ship is. Darben is sort of BSing the Skrulls about, um, you know, pretending to be open to uh, friendship or, you know, detente. There's more switching than fight, fight, fight. Kamala accidentally brings Goose to her house and Goose vomits up some Kree. Then she accidentally brings two Kree to Fury's space elevator. The Kree get handled. Fury and Monica go to Kamala's house. Kamala switches places with Carol. It's awkward again. Carol goes flying off and switches places with Kamala, who's now falling out of the sky. Monica goes after her, but she can't hold on to her in her flying form, so uh, Kamala puts a bubble around them, and then they switch with Carol. Darbin uh, is going to blast them where they are on, on her ship, uh, but Carol gets there first. Darben jumps out of the ship and opens a portal, sucking all the atmosphere uh, off the, the scroll planet to Hala. That's sort of a spoiler. You don't really know where it's going at this point, but we do. Uh, they save all the scrolls they can, but not all of them, of course. Uh, Carol's a bit short with Kamala, who's only there trying to help. They fly away, and then, uh, you know, it's a big sad moment, but Valkyrie comes and says that she'll take the scrolls in. We then get a f- <clears throat> flashback to Darben's origin story as she talks to uh, the people on Hala. Monica and Carol uh, catch up on the ship. Carol apologizes to Kamala. Kamala introduces them to the bangle, which Carol identifies as a quantum band. The quantum bands were used to create all the jump points a long, long time ago. They use the scroll headbands to figure out where Darben is going next, uh, but they dredge up old memories of Monica's mom. Kamala makes them hug it out. They uh, realize Darben is headed to Aladna, which is an ocean planet. Meanwhile, Fury takes Kamala's family to the space station where uh, they find these weird brain-looking things that keep showing up in cabinets and whatnot. Our heroes head off to Aladna. (laughs) There's a montage of them practicing their switching and fighting. They get to Aladna, which turns out is a singing world. And it also turns out that Carol is married to the prince, which I guess makes her a Disney princess. Beyond all belief, they uh, sneak in a a mini musical (laughs) into this movie (laughs) before the prince uh, gives them some super suits. Darbin shows up. Fight, fight, fight. She opens a jump point and steals the water from Aladna to back to Hala. And uh, then she also notices Kamala's bangle. Uh, They start getting chased. The uh, newly minted Marvels are um, in a ship that's about to be blown up when Kamala uh, jumps them to safety. Carol's kind of pissed about that, but uh, then she uh, explains why she never came back home because she felt like she had made things worse by destroying the Supreme Intelligence and wanted to fix things first. Carol realizes Darben is going to Earth next, where uh, things are going kind of wrong in the Saber Space Station, and there aren't enough lifeboats to get off. That's a classic. The the uh, the brain things, it turns out, are flurkin eggs, though, so the uh, flurkin kitties swallow everybody up so that they can get more people onto fewer ships. The Marvels show up and help them out, chasing down the uh, the Saber people. Darben is now uh, is arrives and then starts sucking the sun's energy to sending it to Hala's sun. 
Fight, fight, fight. They get Darben on the ropes. Carol promises to help Hala, but Darben betrays them. She gets Kamala's uh, band, but it's too much energy for her, and she blows up, creating a tear in reality. Carol and Kamala power up Monica, and um, she uh, then goes to try and close the tear, but for some reason she has to do it from the other side. And again, I'm not sure that's how tears work, but okay. Uh, It closes, and then she's gone. Carol then goes to Hala and flies into its sun, reigniting it. And in our denouement, Carol is uh, moving into Maria Rambo's house, and uh, Kamala and her family are there to help out. And then <laughs> Kamala has an idea. We uh, see Kate Bishop walking into her apartment. She throws some pizza to Pizza Dog. Pizza dog. Uh, and uh, turns out Kamala is there in the darkness, waiting to invite her to join a team. Then we get a post-credit scene. Uh, Monica wakes up in a hospital bed. Her mom is there, but it's not her mom. It's an alternate uh, universe version as Binary, which was one of Carol's old comic book names. And she's there at the X-Mansion, it looks like. Uh, the Beast is there, too. And she tells her she's in another reality, which we already know. <laughs> it's very exciting. Uh, boy, a lot there. Um, yeah. And at the I very have... end, there's like a, there's a f- flirking sound <laughs> there was a fire i didn't stick around for it but i did yeah. hear that that was so this 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 movie was more fun than john's recap which <laughs> <laughs> well I, I don't mean that in yeah. a bad way but it's I like mean, when you explain what happens yeah. like uh, whatever it makes no sense yeah. I, it makes well no that's sense. the thing yeah. i know that's that's probably the like the the bad thing that i have to say <laughs> about the movie like the plot and stuff like that i mean okay yeah. i mean it's like it's you know when you if you read about it it seems dumb but it's a very fun oh, it's movie. so fun i don't mind the 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 villain um, um i don't mind the Carol destroying the supreme intelligence and that like screaming Ohala. I kind of I kind of like that, and yeah, I don't yeah. mind the you know angry Cree who's like I, I'm just going to steal things from other worlds to fix my home planet. Well, I don't specifically mind either, worlds dear to her it's too. Okay. Like it's not just arbitrary. Yeah. It's yes, kind of like yeah. It's, it makes it's right. I admit, that makes sense. Ish, at least. Close enough. It's, that's yeah. fine. It's yeah. 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 I mean, she's not she's not super fleshed out. I think is the no. problem. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't typical get a lot Marvel villain problem. She's I mad. Think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's angry. very much a, like um, yeah. your decisions coming home to roost kind of like vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and yeah. I, I, in general, I think there's a lot of like I enjoyed every single part of this movie. I'm not sure it entirely hangs together, but it kind of doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. Like yeah. you mentioned, you know, like the saber thing with the Florkins. Like that entire sequence is a delight. Does it make any sense? <laughs> No, not yeah. really, but it's yeah. it is so funny to watch, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it so much. All the people running yeah. away from the little kittens. It it's, took me it's a while so well to executed. figure out why, why that song was playing. Mm. <laughs> like probably it was from too cats. Long. Yeah, it's like that's I, right. My, you know, my like wife that song starts playing, and I'm like, like, and then and then I, I don't even think about it, and then and then suddenly I think about it, I'm like, why is that? And I'm like, oh, okay, right. It's from I, cats. I just yeah. like that yeah. so much. I like that whole sequence, like uh, Fury doing a Star Trek on his space station was perfect. Like weird mm-hmm. alien things start showing up, and it turns out that they're, uh, you know, some alien new life form as yet to undiscovered kind of thing. I I just love that whole yeah. thing. Um, are we supposed supposed to know who his? Well, I don't know his buddy, his lieutenant, like the the black guy on the uh, on the bridge, and no. he's just a dude. I thought because he, he says be three hundred something. A, Is he a? I assumed he was a um Asgardian. I, maybe what I thought. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was. Oh, like that a, would make sense. He had like a beard too that looked very. He's got, Asgardian. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks yeah. cool as hell. It, I just couldn't place him, and maybe it's because he's wearing a different yeah. uniform. But yeah, 
Yeah, it's hard to identify when, yeah. when, when they're all wearing the same thing, basically. Yeah. Well, <laughs> intentionally so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but he's not. You know, it's like <laughs> he's not wearing anything traditionally Asgardian. Yeah. So, man, I love this movie. I had fun right from the top. <laughs> I, I'm kind of giving away the the rating such that it is. Yeah. But uh, I, as soon as it started, I was like brought back to Ms. Marvel and how fun that was. That was great. And then we just mm-hmm. start getting into these big old goofy fights where everything's higgledy piggledy and kind of random and weird. And uh, yeah, I it just didn't stop. And by the time the Flurkins were <laughs> munching people as part of a grand plan, <laughs> and like Carol's running around kind of in the background of shots just trying to help, they like help feed people to Flurkins. I I was giddy. I was in the cinema all by myself. There was yeah, like not another soul in the cinema, but I was like literally kind of laughing out loud being like, this is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I had several moments of laughing out loud. I mean, there were some oh, great yeah. lines in it yeah. too, but also like, yeah, it's sort of, uh, <laughs> I was going to say a swear word, but it's, it's, it's just, yeah. Like, um, that stuff. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I'm, I have to say, I I really enjoyed it. I expected to. I enjoyed Iman Vellani a lot. Um, yeah. I I think Tiana Paris is really good, and I have to say, Brie Larson. I I was a fan of the original Captain Marvel. I know um, people that we do not agree with find her divisive. <laughs> uh, is the nicest thing I can say about it. Right. Um, I've been recently watching uh, Lessons in Chemistry yeah, she's, on Apple TV Plus. Yeah. She's, she's fantastic in that. in that, and also yeah. so good at her. Um, shifting tones that it like there's a lot of people who you would watch in a role like that and be like it's distracting because they're so well known for yeah. some other role or something and i do not have that problem with her i think she is so good at she she blends in very well she yeah. is like very good at at sort of to, like tuning her performance to what she's in which is mm-hmm. you know what actors do but i i really appreciate that aspect of it and she's good she's very good here yeah. um if anything, I wish that character had a little more. We've spent been able to spend a little more time with Carol over the last several years. Yeah, because we're still missing like a huge chunk of her life, right? Well, <laughs> she goes off. Yeah. I think if her destroying the, the Supreme Intelligence, uh, yeah, I think yeah. that might have been movie two type thing, and they're like, well, we don't have time for that, or uh, the first one didn't work enough because that's kind of the closure that she has to have, right? Is uh, she was getting kind of manipulated by Annette Bening. And uh, she overcomes that in the first one. And in the second one, you'd think it would be like, let's bring it home and sort of try to reconcile this. Uh, but also at the same time, the screen. fact they shoot that, so. in, and not only that, but like the flashback part of it that we see, like, this is your problem slightly with Captain Marvel is she is the most powerful right. like person in the universe, basically. <laughs> She's like, well, okay, she fights the Supreme Intelligence. That takes five minutes. What are we doing yeah. for the rest of the movie? Yeah, right. Yeah. right. I mean, and... Yeah, I mean, you could you could bat it. I mean, you could figure out other things to have in there. I'm sure, but um, yeah. So I'm not sure that that needed to happen, honestly. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's perfectly fine. I didn't have that problem. Like I didn't like the gap in time didn't bother me no, that much. Oh, it didn't bother me. Like, I just I I feel like yeah. I like that character so much. I wish we had been able to spend more time with her in the last. What year did her last movie come out? Five years ago, like. Uh, yeah, nineteen nineteen. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. like twenty nineteen. Nineteen nineteen. That's how old I am. Nineteen nineteen. A yeah. long time. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling older these days. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. 
yeah, maybe we didn't need that element, but it's kind of the motivating thing for the bad guy. It kind of makes sense to follow on from her appearance in the 90s that, like, that's why she beat up, uh, you know, so she went to get vengeance on the Supreme Intelligence. Uh, it would kind of explain her absence because she's, it seems that she unleashed a whole bunch of, like, a Kree Civil War, effectively. Uh, you know, super-powered yeah. interventionist well, policy you know, often like you, causes like trouble when like you, that. When you invade a country and remove that's a exactly what. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was just saying. Super, like, super-power interventions are, you know, known to cause trouble mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, yeah. So it kind of makes sense. I'm not sure we needed it, but that's okay. I, so I liked the first Captain Marvel movie. I didn't love it. I know we've got friends who really loved it. Uh, and that's great. I, for me, it felt like a very competent pretty straight superhero telling uh but it had themes that were particularly poignant for uh i don't know people who've been gaslit and like having to deal with yeah. that kind of stuff uh, I, i've enjoyed it more on a rewatch honestly yeah. like i've I watched didn't it like two or three it, times i like, like that movie a lot yeah. it's just i, I think yeah, it I like ages it. i, like it I think too. it ages well yeah I wish it had gone further. With me, me too. Yes, maybe that's honestly, what I. Yeah. Maybe only, that's what my I only complaint. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it feels yeah. pretty I mean, straight it, down it the came line. Came out right? close to Go. you know fairly close to Black Panther, and Black Panther was so yeah you know perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that I think it, the you know the comparison didn't you know help it. Yeah, that could be part of. I like I like it. I enjoyed it. It just felt like pretty uh, like a direct narrative as opposed to yeah. Black Panther, which had. Uh, you know, the, the most uh, social, yeah, there, there was, it was, was making so a point. And important. I think Ms. Marvel was making a point, yep. too. But, uh, yeah, it was. But, uh, what's his name? Was no Killmonger. I don't Much even remember solid. the guy's name. What, Law, Jude Law. Jude Law was not Yon, Killmonger. Yon, Yon, see, oh, yeah. I can't Green, remember his yeah. name. What a good name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was fine. I like Jude Law, but, like, Killmonger had yeah. presence. So, yeah. Sure, Killmonger is an he's he's a exception among Marvel villains in general. Yeah. Almost yeah. film it's villains. Like, it's he's like comparing good. it's like comparing every yeah. Star Wars thing to Andor. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's put that aside. Uh, it's madness. So we what we kind of didn't get was a sequel to that movie. We got uh, a bit of a like a melange, effectively, right? We got Ms. Marvel plus Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, and then we. Threw in a little bit of Wanda, I guess, kind of. Like her plot, bit, her plot yeah. in Wanda was. I mean, that's really, it was present yeah. in WandaVision, but not the purpose of WandaVision. It's the rest of yeah. yeah. It's the rest of Monica's arc from yeah that show. Yeah, I mean the Monica parts of that show are, I think, some of the stuff that I like the best. I don't know. I mean that scene where which they flash back to here as well, where she wakes up in the hospital oh, that's after terrific. the blip. Yeah, I think is yeah. is just fantastic. Is yeah. one of the you know I. I <clears throat> There are a lot of there are a lot of opinions about the blip in general, but I think some of the ancillary stuff they've done around dealing with that, yeah. both this mm-hmm. and the bit with Yelena dealing with it yeah. in Hawkeye, are some of my favorite aspects of the like. Yep. Let's take this big thing that happened across our entire universe and deal with very small reper- like very small, very like you know personal repercussions. I think that's really effective. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, in fact, that, I would argue, is coming out of Endgame, Marvel has struggled to sort of build up a head of steam going into whatever next story they're trying to tell, uh, you know, ostensibly the Oh, I got a pitch on that when you're done. Stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, 
But one thing that they have had great traction with is dealing with the human outcomes, like the the, the individual outcomes, the human stories of the blip. Uh, I kind of like more of that, but it's sad. <laughs> like, like the, they took the bit where Cap is like happy to see whales and he's trying to console Nat, and they're kind of they've woven that vibe into a number of stories, and I feel like those really hit the mark. Uh, other than that, after Endgame has been kind of a muddled mess, with the exception of Loki that we love. Uh, I do like that yeah. this movie asks us the question, what if Secret Invasion had not happened? Because... <laughs> yeah, It's funny <laughs> right. how you have, you have Nick Fury here. This, ain't, this is and not the direct, same. In, yeah. in a very clear, like, you know, the, the bookends of Secret Invasion are him coming and going from this space station, right? Yeah. So they're clearly alluding to that. But it's like... Oh, you know, Fury, what you been up to the last couple of weeks? No, nah, I don't want to talk about it. I think he just, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I think he just ate some bad tacos and like was having a fever dream. And that's what Secret Invasion was because it doesn't make any it's sense. It's so weird. Yeah. It is so weird that that is not, yeah, I don't know. That is, yeah, there are so many problems. Here's my, here's my abbreviated pitch, if you don't mind, uh, coming out of this movie, which is throw out all the Kang stuff and let's just do Young Avengers. That is my, that is where you should be going with the next yeah phase of marvel because for me the uh period i was had had the the cameo i'd had spoiled for me was valkyrie which is fine she's not that important in the overall plot oh she yeah. is to me she, i love her she's <laughs> <laughs> no she's great she's yeah. great that's she not is. what i'm trying to say yeah. Yeah. i'm just trying yeah. to say like i don't mind that being spoiled we know that character's out there yeah. and i fully yeah. like yeah that makes sense all of that makes sense but i did not expect to see kate bishop and more importantly pizza dog uh yeah. and I thought that moment of like, okay, first of all, you've got Iman Vellani, you got Haley Steinfeld, like you have any number of characters you could do in this. And plus having young Avengers opens up a fun dynamic of being able to do a villain who isn't necessarily like a Thanos level, like I'm going to destroy all of the universe or whatever, Mm -hmm. because you get the challenge of having these young new generation people dealing with okay or am i an avenger like am i an avenger am i good enough to be an avenger i feel like there's a far more interesting story there than dealing with the kang stuff that we have seen so far so i think i honestly feel like plus so much so much charisma amongst the people they could bring into that they're great yeah Yeah. i think spidey kind of did that in homecoming i forget yeah yeah, yeah, people were stealing the alien weapons and he tells tony and or you know happy and they're like that's you know, that's below our pay grade, basically. Like, it'll get taken care of. So he goes and pursues it and eventually, you know, gets himself in a pickle. Uh, but that's <laughs> the kind of thing that you can have the Young Avengers types do, right? Which is like, look, the world is not going to end, but, um, although, you know what, to be honest, they're going to make the world end because it always does. But they could have something that's not quite as uh, uh, cataclysmically existential, extens- yeah. existential yeah. and like just have a little bit more fun with it. Um, and I think that's a trap that they've fallen into too much is is making everything too big. I was about to say because, before we sat down that like I, I was thinking what were the, the stakes were pretty low in this one. I'm like, oh no, they were trying to destroy the no, sun, were, which would have would have put it works okay we in need this that. one. Like, but yeah, I, need that. Uh, it's not like I cared because it's like it didn't. None of them were like, oh my god, they're going to destroy all life on Earth. It was just like, well, we got to stop taking our sun. That's going to suck. Like it wasn't played out in such a way that. Uh, they harped on the dis- destructiveness so much, I guess. The the planet that we do see get destroyed, uh, where they fail, is more of a lesson to 
Ms. Marvel, right? Like, well, we can't save them all. We're, we're trying to do what we can kind of thing. And it's, they don't, they don't even have like an Alderaan moment, right? Of like billions of people died. It's just, they, <laughs> it's more of a lesson to, uh, or it sets up the character conflict a little bit between Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel about, yeah. you know, uh, what is well, and yeah, is not possible. Like, yeah. <laughs> Meeting your heroes isn't always going to go perfectly. The way you think Indeed. goes pretty well, though. True. <laughs> to be honest, so so, and that that brings me to something that I wanted <laughs> to draw a parallel to, which is um, Brad Boimler showing up on <laughs> Strange New Worlds <laughs> yep. because this this the two of them, I think these are these are perfect matches. I mean, Kamala getting to meet Carol and and like basically basically being called up to the show. You know, it's like she's <laughs> she had her own adventure. Um, basically by herself and now she has moved in moved up to the pros and it was just delightful i mean and, and anytime you get that moment where they they basically use both boimler and kamala as a sort of proxy for the viewer because you always <laughs> we you know fans imagine what it would be like to be in that world and here is a person who is a fan of that world showing up in the world and and being absolutely giddy and trying to keep up with everything and it's just it's just it's so much fun (laughs) i love it yeah yeah it's a good i mean it's fun for us too because we are you know fans as well right and so kamal is a proxy and i think i enjoy that aspect of it um and her enthusiasm is in, is infectious, right? I mean, I absolutely love, you know, we know all this from the Ms. Marvel show, but if you didn't watch the Ms. Marvel show, you'd still probably, you know, get most of the point. I absolutely love, you know, Carol showing up in her room <laughs> and yep. seeing all the artwork mm-hmm. and everything. That scene is great. <laughs> um, and Brie Larson really sells it. Uh, I also, you know, I have, I'm a big, I really appreciate they involved um, Kamala's family as yes. much as they did yep. because they yeah. are some of the surprise standouts of that show and the family mm-hmm. aspect is so important to that series yep. that it would have been weird to have her in a vacuum by her like you know off with the yeah. yep. with um you know Monica and Carol without you know anybody else because it's just it's just strange but yeah I think they did a nice job of involving them uh, it's quite a lot of fun and all yep. of those actors are great and it gives yeah. Fury a little bit more heart too i guess like i guess we don't see her he's large he's he's just a lot of comic relief he's really fun yeah yeah but you get the sense that uh he has people to play off of right like he's got the family to sort of be like he's the one who kind of knows what's going on but is kind of in the dark and you know in theory the boss but not really in practice he's trying to keep them safe like why the hell he takes them to the space station does not make any sense yeah, at all that makes no <laughs> sense I, <laughs> he takes them to idea. the space station because he needs to take them to yeah, the space station yeah i don't know he just likes <laughs> hanging out with him who knows you know why is captain kirk climbing the mountain because yeah he, he loves, loves the mountain, mountain. <laughs> yeah um, no it, it made no he's, sense he's, but it's delightful it's delightful yeah i mean that bit where he's, he's encouraging monica to fly <laughs> It's just, yeah, black girl magic. You need to fly, or Kamala's yeah. not going to graduate from high school. Yeah, it's really yeah, black girl magic. Yeah. and then and then when it, and then when they fall to the ground, and he's like, oh, that's cool. It's Carol. It's cool. It's Carol. Yeah, right. That's yeah. I, I you know, 
I'm here for Sam Jackson being like, I've done so many of these movies. I am just mm-hmm. going to show up and do my thing. Yeah, there is yeah. a good bit. I think I sent to you guys, or maybe one of you sent in. Is it in the, maybe John, you sent it. Was it a Seth Meyers interview or something with Amon Valani? I think that was. Yeah, talking I, about I, I filming. I, no, I don't think I, I think you sent that. And I, because okay. I, I, you sent it early and then I didn't have time to watch it for a few days. And when I finally watched it, I was like, that was, that was hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, because I mean, it's just Sam Jackson, like Amon Valani talking about filming scenes with Sam Jackson and like yeah. how he was just like, come on like he's just yeah. a professional right like he's just yeah. he's done this for so long yeah. he's encouraging a kid like i think everything. she wanted to elbow him or something and like and she was like, supposed to they were they were working out yeah like he was they were supposed to they were gonna fist bump or something like that they were gonna high five like, no, the problem an elbow. was it was yeah, in the yeah. way like yeah yeah yeah, right? well, yeah like, he teaches her about the camera angle like you're covering your face yeah. and all this so just right, elbow right. me give me a big elbow and then she does like a weenie one and he's like just sell it you know like i i i liked it i love the elder actor kind of thing like come on hit me yeah well he's swearing at her too in her story at least which is it's fun it's it's same jackson sure and like yeah she at at least in her recounting she seems to be as like fangirling over meeting sam jackson as she is about pretty much her entire life at this point uh and i you know she's clearly someone who has been a fan of this stuff for years oh, yeah. and yeah. you know and this is a person who has grown up with this stuff which is you know weird for the three of us yeah, <laughs> yeah. the fact that there are that Fair. there are now adults who have grown up with these things around them uh, you know through their formative years at the very least yeah and but it's but it's also great because here's got, someone who who comes to it with you know uh, or eyes wide open and in having enjoyed it at a, at a different level cl- than yeah. we have yeah. the closest sort of analogy i can draw is all the stories about people who show up on star wars movies and are making the lightsaber noises like you and mcgregor making lightsaber noises while <laughs> yeah. he's swinging his lightsaber around right like yeah, same right, thing right, right? right. Like, like these don't, are people don't, don't make the noises yeah. we can put the noises in later to one extent i understand the idea of like being such a big fan of something maybe you don't want to see how the sausage is made or something like that but i feel like because star wars like in marvel are both it's hard to find people who grew up in a certain era and aren't at least fans of one or the other i mean yeah. it's just something like for all its contentiousness these days harry potter into that mix as well right there are yeah, things that are sure. cultural phenomena that are so big that it's like well you can't not be at least somewhat invested in it like yeah. clearly iman Vellani is like very invested <laughs> Um, but yeah. you know, I, I I think there's a a way where everybody thinks I'm a giant fan of this thing, and I would be awesome if I were part of this this universe or something. And I think in a lot of cases that's probably not true, right? Our enthusiasm often over uh, you know trumps our ability to like yeah you know be cool about it. Mm-hmm. And I think she manages to perfectly bridge the enthusiasm for it as well as just being like great at it right like yeah that is a that's a well, hard needle think, thread there right and that and her enthusiasm is part of what makes it so great and why I, and it translates why i like yeah. this why i like this movie and also why i am very excited about her involvement in the mcu because she injects so much energy into the whole thing every time she shows up well it's a, so, it's a second generational thing too right like your yeah. point about people who have grown up with this now right like mm-hmm. in the same way that we've moved on from the original core avengers to becoming like you know something that is part of this the, you know a wider galaxy i think there is something very smart about saying well we now we've got this generation of people who have come up with it and this is again why i think the young avengers is such a natural fit 
that it is sort of the second generation, second yeah. wave, uh, you know, in some ways makes more sense than like, you know, let's bring other people in who are kind of off in their own vacuums and, and have them kind of treated like their own, you know, parts of the universe or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Have they announced Young Avengers? I think they have. No, right? no. I don't think they have. No, really? No, Is that right? no it's just being speculated because, like, guess like characters yeah, keep I mean, showing up. Clearly, doing yeah. it. <laughs> to that end, uh, she says something to Hawkeye at the end, like so and so had a kid, and I missed it because I only saw. It. Oh yeah, yeah, it's um, Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cast, cast. Yeah, I yeah. missed it originally too, and I uh, okay had to clarify that with other people. Uh, okay. So, Ant- wait, what does it's, he say? Does he say Ant-Man had so... a kid? Or does he say, or does she say? She said, apparently, he says Ant-Man apparently has a daughter, too, or something okay. like that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. It's fun that they're all women. This Well, yeah, they're women. I, yeah. How I've told her, 20s, like young, young women. Uh, right. that's fun. Uh, I liked her doing her Fury impression. Cause yes. Because it was yeah. very funny. And I kind of like, it's not explicitly said at all, because I would kind of ruin the joke, but it feels like he dispatched her or she somehow got this information and he told her what to say because she says the exact same line that he does, right? It's like she went to him for advice, like, okay, I'm going to go re- recruit her. <laughs> what is it that I say? Well, she saw the movie. I, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> That's how she knows. Yeah, she saw the yeah, movie. I know, sh- sure. But like in universe, <laughs> I just love the idea of her asking Fury, like, okay, what do I say? Like, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous to recruit her. What do I say? But and it, Fury just having a funny it, line. Yeah. It's so funny. I didn't even think about that. Like, you know, because, yeah. because I thought, well, she saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the in-universe thing uh, is kind of funny to think about too because yeah <laughs> like the fury from secret invasion hopefully he was a scroll and we could just forget all about that because like this one so much more fun and he's he's earned to be this fury do you know what i mean like after all yeah. of the stuff that's come and gone uh he deserves to be able to chill out on a space station you know sitting on a beach and occasionally dealing with some flurkin babies so I'm yeah. happy about this one. Not so happy about Secret Invasion. Uh, right. We have not talked about this movie. We've talked around the movie. Um, the flippity-dippity uh, switching places action worked pretty well. I am not yeah. sure I know why it started. Is that because they made the <laughs> jump points go all wonky? I don't, I, I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, the, there is a real sort of MacGuffin-y, like, yeah, they touch... Well, so, so Darbin uses the, one of the quantum bands to create, to create a, you know, a a jump point that was not in existence before. And because, I think because she uses only one, it creates some sort of, you know, it's, it's an unnatural event, right? And so, uh, somehow I guess that ties to, um... Kamala's armband and then Monica touches the network which is connected to the other portals and you know I mean there's you know whatever I don't care right Star Trek Star Trek Technobabble so I mean I appreciate your explanation but I don't care like I mean I think there's enough I think there's definitely enough there to make it just it's perfectly fine yeah there's enough like Star Trek Star Trek level it's 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 met the minimum requirement right exactly like the thing that got me was uh like, well, we all have light powers. Carol absorbs light? New to me, but okay. Uh, Photon emits it, I guess. That's the conceit. And 
Kamala. Professor Marvel, please. Okay. <laughs> Kamala <laughs> manipulates it into hard light, like does the Green Lantern thing. I don't know. Don't care. It was a lot of fun to see them yeah. all switching around. Uh, I particularly liked the little training montage where they're juggling and doing yes. jump rope, and like Kamala's not actually yeah. great at it. I, I like that because it uh, it felt like a very fun and sort of girly kind of thing, and I I don't mean that to be diminutive. I but um, when you see boxing movies and it's a dude jumping rope, it's they're not doing this right. Like there's a there's a particular playground fun element here yeah. that i really enjoyed uh but it, but it works you 100%. Know I mean? like when you're it, when you're trying to do something that is, that takes that uh, level of agility and then you're also switching places i was thinking about like i was thinking about that in particular i was like i would never be able to do any of that i know i <laughs> like, couldn't do yeah. I would never, like i would be so disoriented if i suddenly appeared someplace else i could never yeah i could i could have a jump rope in the first place but the i i love yeah. that they use that as a training thing i love that they're all kind of having fun i i liked so much about that that scene, that whole little montage, the juggling thing was fun. Uh, yeah, I just throwing up the food and catching it. Yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of yeah. really good. Even the uh, fight scenes, like there. there's a lot of fun in some of the fight scenes yeah. too. Because there's a one point where Kamala falls down in her house, and they're like, "Kamala, are you okay?" And she's like, "Okay." Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is is it puts them all on their back foot, yes. which is fun, right? And, which you have to do for a though, Superman character, right? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Carol right. is so capable that she needs something to hamstring her. Otherwise, yes. she's going to mop the floor with yeah. the, all the bad yeah. guys. And she doesn't even get it at first because she goes flying off without realizing what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, you know, she's going to switch places with Kamala and Kamala's just going to fall to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought they, they were a little. They played a little, played a little fast and loose at some points Ooh. with exactly what triggers the no, switching. No, they played sure. very fast and loose. It was <laughs> okay. What do we need now? We need to switch yeah. now. We're going to do yeah. it. Like because any given activation of a power that, like you know, she flies for how long before switching? Like there's things that don't make a yeah. lot of sense, and I'm fine. I with think it. it's like you're. It's supposedly like when you reach the, a certain like power usage. Yeah, level. supposedly yeah. I guess it's when they use the power at the same time. So sure. That's, yeah, I think. Yeah, but even that is a little. They're fuzzy. It's fine. It, I so. don't care. It was. Yeah. It led it's to fine. Yeah, I agree. dynamic it's not, fun fight it's not scenes. The end of the and world. It, it nerfed Carol without being kryptonite or mm-hmm. like you know totally crippling her or having her like hospitalized or anything. Yeah. It just it kind of leveled it's, the playing field and made it fun. Another thing that I liked at the end when they tell her that uh, the switching has stopped, she seems sort of disappointed. I really <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you think she's like she's like oh, like well, it's over. Like we're not, I, I you know, we're not going to hang out anymore. Carol's an interesting character in that way because she is a. I think even going back to sort of her roots as a pilot, she and like sort of what we see as her childhood too, which is with the exception of Maria and you know Monica, she is on her own. She is a she is a lone wolf, right? She is a solo. She you know had her own film then she goes and flies off and does her own thing however she wants to do it like as we see in in endgame she's off doing her own thing even though the rest of the avengers are like we could use your help and she's like yeah i'm dealing with a lot of stuff out here um and so i think it's the first time that she had like as she says at one point she has no this is the first time she kind of has company it's the first time she's kind of part yeah, of yeah, something yeah. you know putting aside mm-hmm. endgame where everybody fought to you know Save the yeah, but she kind of showed up. It's not the same. Like that, she, right? Did she Hit fight as a team? Then, Maybe. I mean, she definitely got uh, Valkyrie's phone number. But besides that, I think 
it was <laughs> it was a one off show up kind of thing. Oh, I guess she was attached to the Avengers in was it Endgame? No, wait, when is she? When did she show up on the uh, on the FaceTime? Oh, uh, Shang Shang Chi at the end of Shang Chi. So wait, she in Shang Chi, but she, there's another one in Endgame where she's on. Oh yeah, right. No, so, the end of Shang Chi because she's like yeah, yeah. Bruce has my number, and he's like I don't ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, so wait, the big, so, I'm getting confused because Endgame is kind of goes in two parts. She shows up at the beginning of Endgame. They go and behead Thanos, and then she's on the FaceTime with Nat, who's trying to organize stuff, and she's. Uh, Carol saying, I'm busy in space doing space stuff. Yeah, she tells... Right. I think she and yeah. Rhodey, too, kind of have a moment of like, yeah, I'm off doing my own thing right. or whatever. Yeah, okay. But yeah, we didn't see a lot of her. But uh, yeah, definitely not somebody you think works well as a team. And I 100% picked up on that, that like, she'd found a kinship with these two women. And uh, I kind of like that it was... It doesn't read this way on screen, but it's uh, uh, inter generational right like she's she's friends because yeah, she's right she's she's older than both of them but because of she would be blah, the blah, blah. yeah because she's <laughs> relativistic travel whatever powers, whatever we don't, like, it's not yeah, explained she's fine but she and monica are like kind of the same yeah, age but she's monica's aunt like so you know right, her mother's exactly. age and then there's monica and then there's kamala which is you know three generations of marvels that's fun uh uh, obviously diverse. That's great. I uh, the little uh, team up that we get here is so fun because they're also very different characters, uh, and they play that really well. I'm not sure I bought uh, Monica's disappointment with Carol, and I feel like that was some baggage that they'd been handed really? from I Wandavision. Did. So wait, the explanation I yeah. get is like, okay, you left me as a little girl. And, you know, I, I looked up to you, idolized you. Um, I suppose she was still visiting Earth and still part of the family up until Monica got blipped, right? It's unclear, so. but I don't think, I think she was gone because she, she gives her a hard time for saying, you said you would be right back, which is a scene right. we see yeah. at the end of Captain Marvel. But they didn't have enough implies, of a relationship then to be auntie and all that, like to hang out a number of days? Yeah, that's it's a little And we see her at her like, mom's hospital bed, so that's why I was like, maybe she kept coming back. I don't... Well, and it was always unclear to me exactly how long between Carol... Do we know exactly how long is between Carol basically losing her memory and going off with the Kree? Because she and Maria obviously close before that. Oh, we like don't. Five, it was like five years, right? Is it five years? Okay, something I didn't like remember that. Remember how long? But like, so she could yeah. have known her as a even younger child. Although you know, okay, question of how close yeah. your relationship is at that point too. So, so to John's point, and sorry, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna let you talk. Uh, I can't remember what that's a reference to, but I'm pretty sure it's not a good one. Uh, <laughs> I. I get the emotional stakes, and that made sense. Like, she's, they have basically said she's a friend of the family, and she left after my mother died. The specifics of it, including the blip and all of that, I was, like, a little fuzzy on. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely, John, to your point, I get where the emotional stakes are, and I think that makes sense. Uh, what was your take on it? Because you seemed very positive on so, it. And, and uh, So, it was, it was, sorry, I was looking at it. It's six years, so supposedly the the... Mm-hmm. 
um, it was 1989 when Carol got hit with a blast from the infinity, you know, the cosmic cosmic cube or whatever, whatever uh, the test. When did Peter's mom die? Um, 88. Yeah. Big year for, anyway, big year um, for and aliens. Then, and then yeah. she comes back and then the, the events of Captain Marvel happen in 95. So, uh, and your question was, why did I like it? <laughs> why did I, I don't know. I just like, I mean, yeah, it seemed like it fit with what we gleaned from, uh, WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, she, she, she basically disappeared. And so my, my impression is that Carol went off, destroyed the Supreme intelligence. And then shortly thereafter realized that that was kind of a mistake Mm -hmm. in many ways. And then was running around trying to fix everything, couldn't fix everything. Although if she had reignited, no, she could reignite that sun. That probably would have helped, but still, uh, and then she didn't want to go back because she was like, she had felt like she had this image as space hero and was not living up to what she had wanted to be. We do see her kind of not worshiped, but celebrated right on planet Bollywood and elsewhere. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> so maybe she feels like a bit of a failure to herself or and to her she doesn't want to be around her loved ones kind of thing but yeah planet body bollywood completely loves her like they are mm-hmm. uh and she's uncomfortable with that yeah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah as yeah which again very consistent for, yeah. Yeah. for carol maybe this is making a lot more sense than i thought it did because i think i got that was a f- I thought that was a super fun scene. Yeah, I, know, I loved um, it. What yeah. you guys thought about it, but I, mean, I had I, I and I think I I had heard a rumor that there was more, and they had cut a bunch of stuff. Um, that maybe there were more songs involved. I would love. to I mean, see I I had a more songs if they have them somewhere. As soon the as they talk about the, you know, it's a culture where they sing things. I had a moment of being like. Brie Larson was a pop star. Like, wait, was she? <laughs> if you. Yeah, I don't know anything. Okay, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, yeah. She, I didn't know she, that. She's, she's she, a terrific yeah. actress uh, or actor. I didn't realize that I'd missed out on another segment of her career. Yeah, she has a whole. Mu- she had a whole music career as a uh, when like early two thousands or so. Uh, is that like one of the um, Disney people? Which is not a bad yeah, two thousand one. I think she did. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't remember exactly what, but either way. My point she was being, acting at the same time too. Okay, right, but she did have a like a, a music career as well, and she clearly has an, a fantastic voice. Oh sure, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, but as soon as they started, I was like, oh, there's no way they don't have her sing. She's really good. She has a really good voice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna fit that in somehow. Um, and famously, of course, she was in um, uh, Scott Pilgrim as a pop star too. Right. Um, right. But again, yeah, actor. So kind of, I kind of, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> but she, she does yeah. music for that <laughs> yeah. part, as I believe. Cool. Um, uh, also a thing that I just realized I did not, I feel embarrassed for not realizing this earlier. Uh, the Tioni Paris, Tiona, I don't know if I pronounce her name right. Tiona, I think. I think it's Tiona. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, I did not realize she was in Mad Men. I totally f- did not realize. Yeah. She plays Dawn, yeah. the secretary the sec- in yeah. Mad Men. I didn't, it never clicked for me that it was Well, her. very different look, That's, obviously, but yeah. Yes, watch, yeah. yeah. But she's great in watch. that. She's terrific, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you did a turn in Mad Men, you're probably pretty good. Like, the, I can't yes. think of any yeah. standout bad performances in that show at all, so. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I was, I'm very impressed to, uh, about that, because <laughs> I did not realize that was her, and she's 
was really great in that, yep. and it does not surprise me because she's so good in everything else I've seen her in too. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we talked about the switching stuff. We talked a little bit about those characters. Do we want to talk about some of the other implications for the you know end stuff of this movie, uh, end state of this movie? I guess in terms of where it leaves us. Uh, any other thoughts about no, the, or the overall movie? Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Seems like you. Um, only done forty-eight minutes. You know, this is. I mean, clear, clearly, Monica is going to be back. Um, yeah. So something is going to happen, you know, and and whether or not that leads to I, I, it, it, the whole universe thing is up in the air, right? I mean, we don't know exactly what their plan is for for mixing things up, but there is an X Men movie, an X Men reboot uh, on the table, and it seems clear that somehow the Kang stuff is going to tie into that, and then we'll get a new and it's some somehow a reorganized universe that yeah. will include the x-men it's i do appreciate that they brought back lashana lynch um yeah. because i feel like it, yeah you know, i was surprised how was much bummer, she was in this yeah. movie i mean i didn't expect to see a lot of her and there's quite a bit of yeah her she's great she's uh like a, a cornerstone like her yeah yeah her relationship to both carol and monica is kind of the linchpin of, of a lot of the uh more personal aspects to this um yeah, and and she was in uh, Wanda, the you yep. know, the multiverse of madness as yep. well, and she was fun there too. Uh, well, fun. Yeah. It's just I, I didn't think that she was going to keep you know after she died. <laughs> I thought, well, that's the uh, that's the end of that character, but clearly, I'm not. glad because she's a great actress. I I, I enjoy yeah. watching her, so it's it's fun to have her back yeah. around. Um, I was, was little... she in Doctor? She was in Doctor Strange too. I totally forgot. Yeah, that. yeah. Man. Well, she was yeah the an alternate universe. Um, Carol. Captain Marvel. Marvel. Uh, that's yeah. how much. That's how much I remember that. Yeah. that movie. <laughs> that movie's not so bad. I mean, it's not so bad, but it's not one of my favorites. It's, got, it's got, no, it's not one of my favorites too. It's, it's like, got Picard in there's it. Great. There's things that I like about it, and then I feel like the you know what, what they did with Wanda was <laughs> yes, what I don't like about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You mean the whole point of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, when you put it that way, sure. Yeah. Um. I, I what was I going to say? I really liked uh the way that Kamala sort of was the Robin character to Carol's Batman. Um in the first one Carol's pretty she's a fighter pilot, right? She's got like the steely-eyed missile man kind of like uh vibe maverick. going on maverick sure yeah, yeah like the, right, right. i'm gonna go it alone she does that it's not like it's absent in this movie at all in fact that's kind of one of the lessons that she learns and i think that leads up to her uh sadness when they end up being disconnected but kamala being the robin to her batman really kind of worked uh because she's so enthusiastic she's cracking jokes she's not quite saying you know holy space cow or anything but it's along those lines a lot uh <laughs> she's learning lessons i i really like that juxtaposition and um it is through kamala that we mend the uh vision between uh monica and carol and and how they both kind of want to take care of uh kamala and it's just really good uh tripod of characters that really ends up supporting each other in ways that you would not have expected maybe you would have expected but in ways that were so 
fun and and heartfelt to to see on the screen without at any time being sappy you know it's not like they had they sat down Mm -hmm. and all cried and had a big hug or anything they had problems and then they address them through (laughs) talking to each other which is not what we're accustomed to from arrow and they resolve them <laughs> through like a mutual respect and understanding and, and coming to terms with each other. And I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I, I, I love the interaction between all of them. And I, I really, you know, I keep talking about um, Kamala, but like she is, you, you can't imagine this movie without her. Right. right. It can't work. Yeah. It can't work because yeah. then you're stuck with Monica and Carol both being pretty, not stoic per se, but like neither of them are the let's talk about our feelings kind of people. Uh, and that's, that's why Kamala is like the perfect, uh, the perfect mixer in there to make it all work out. Um, yeah. Dan, you're asking about the future. Did you expect the first mutant that we see in the MCU to be Beast? And I know Kamala's well, I mean, a mutant. I know. Well, it's not. It's, well, Charles. No, but oh, it's not yeah. Charles. Yeah. Charles was also. Oh, yeah. That one made him a lot of sense, actually. Charles does make sense. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. did not fully expect the... I didn't expect I didn't the expect Kelsey Grammer beast. Kelsey Grammer yeah. beast ever again. I honestly. did not either. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I heard that I voice, like, and wow, I suddenly really? had that moment of like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could do. I mean, and he's you know, and that was all. That was all. You know, that wasn't him. In no, that suit, was, so no, yeah, no, it no, wasn't. No. Yeah, a CG but, puppet. Yeah. But still, yeah. But still, it's it, it's that character is iconic. You know, and is he? He's know, in. He's uh, in uh, one movie, and it's kind of the worst of that set. But sure, well, he comes back. Does he? He's in. Um, yeah, he, he shows in... up in uh, Days of Future Past. Okay, I was going to say as well at the at the end because he's like walking when when Logan wakes up again. Oh, he's right, walking down the hall. Okay, so that's a weird cameo, yeah. but mostly it's uh, oh yeah. gosh, yeah. what's his name? I think it's that's what he exists stand? for. Oh now. man, just cam- I guess he's just cameo I, material. Yeah. I think I re, I think I, you know, you back had a, you uh, backported him to the better man, movies, yeah, Mandela <laughs> effect or whatever <laughs> yeah. of like him being in all those movies. But I guess yeah, he's only in the last one, which is a terrible, terrible. Yeah, he's he's good in it. He's fine uh i mean he's a, he does that, a, he does it yeah he yeah. does a it fine has, job as beast has yeah. that moment of that character being very um i don't know it, that casting always struck me as kind of solid for who that character is and yeah. kelsey Grammer's yeah. particular his voice like yeah. that is a very uh, it's good casting it's good casting yeah, yeah. um yeah. it's up there in with way, patrick stewart and mckellen you know i think in a way like i mean i think n- it's Nicholas Holt, right? Yes. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I mean, he's he's great, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But I think in a way he's not he's not quite as perfect as Kelsey no. Grammer is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe Kelsey Grammer is too perfect, but maybe and maybe he's not he's not quite as good an actor as Nicholas Holt is. I don't know. I mean, I don't wanna they're very different types of yeah. actors, so I don't I'm not sure if it makes sense to compare them that way. But um yeah, he's sort of stereotypical beast. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, that's kind of yeah. Well, he's also uh, just from the eighties on Cheers, and then through Frasier and through so much stuff. His voice has become synonymous with professorial. Uh, he's got almost hoity, that transatlantic sort of hoity toity kind of you know, yeah. 19, 1950s yeah. Cary Grant accent almost yeah. right like yeah. and they, one of the few yeah. people who still kind of has that. Yeah, it's like a it's a larger than like it's. It sounds uh, like uh, posh. Po- yeah, it sounds. It, it <laughs> sounds like he he runs a dusty library. 
You know, like he, he's got mm-hmm. he's got a, he's got a way to him that Nicholas Holt did not choose to play that character with, and also he was younger, so he didn't have that. Yeah, that Fraser always right. looked kind of old, even in Cheers, where he is not. I don't know how old he is. Let's say thirty something, but he held him like he he comported himself in an older professorial also, sort of way. Su- yeah. su- surprising me because looking up the Hank McCoy Wikipedia page, did not realize because I never saw the last two. X-Men movies did not realize that Nicholas Holt appears not only in those but also in Deadpool 2. Yeah. As Hank McCoy like he got a lot more screen time as Hank McCoy yeah. than I think I really expected. Yeah, he did he did I forgot I forgot he was He, he did more work as Hank McCoy than Kelsey Grammer, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh also I don't know have Kelsey Grammer's got too much work didn't that <laughs> Fraser reboot kind of tank. <laughs> and I think he's still a, going. Uh I think he's a bit of a weird guy. Anyway, I liked his yeah, voice. That too. So, setting yeah, that aside. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right, right. Uh Wow. So what <laughs> is next for the MCU? Dan, you pitched let's just abandon everything and do young Avengers. I don't think that's in the in the current Wait, it doesn't seem I like I think that's it's gonna happen. Yeah. But I, yeah. Do you know what? Let's I, let's I, do it this way. Let's take about thirty seconds to actually do our ritual and rate this movie, and then we can move on and talk about the MCU yeah. Yeah. writ large. Sure. Uh, guess what? It's a biff. I don't know if I want to say anything more about it. It is a biff doing a musical beat bit while having fun <laughs> uh, fight scenes and honestly touching conversations with people who can communicate about their feelings and resolve problems in, <laughs> in grown-up ways, despite being children or one of them being a kid. Great. I loved it. Who's next? me <laughs> go um I, I yeah i will give it i'll give it a biff as well it, you know plot wise and everything not the strongest biff for sure but uh it's three characters who i've enjoyed quite a bit in the past uh, particularly kamala obviously but um but also monica and and, and then carol I would, I would actually put them in that order probably uh, um but i but i like them all yeah. and it was great to see them all together you know, because here's three characters that were from separate, you know, movies and shows and brought together in a way that worked really well with the characters and was absolutely fun. And the fact that there's a bit of a musical in there, there's like <laughs> ridiculous stuff with cats. There's, um, you know, lots, lots of great one liners and um, it's a good it's just a good time. So it's the kind of thing where, you know, that's the kind of thing that I like to go to the movie theater for. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, every once in a while I will see a, like a really dour, depressing movie, but it's not it's not the thing that I generally go um, out to, to look for. And this this fit the bill perfectly. So uh, I you know, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, we should mention, of course, that, that it has not done well, I guess. Um, yeah. And which is kind of disappointing. For, for reasons think, that are, I mean, there are a multitude of things yes. that are happening here. And mm-hmm. including both, um, you know, the SAG after strike leading to low publicity because the actors could obviously not right. do publicity until very late in the game, as well as a kind of concerted effort amongst some uh, less savory portions yeah. of the uh, population to basically just, you know, tank it. Yeah. Because sort of yeah, seizing on that, do. on that, uh, that vacuum of conversation, right? Because SAG after people yeah. couldn't do it. These jackasses uh, were, the conversation was ceded to people with bad uh, motivations, I think. Bad faith intent. Bad faith intent. Yeah. 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 
But yeah. this is a uh, good, fun movie. It's it's yeah. a delight. It really is a delight. Yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. interested in this, I mean, if you you probably haven't listened to this episode if you haven't seen the movie, but um, I I would encourage anybody to go see this movie yeah. if you if you are already interested in the the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Really good fun. Um, to round it out, yeah, Biff all the way here. I agree that the plot is not necessarily the strong point, but the characters are so good, and the interactions between the characters are so good yeah. that that's. <clears throat> kind of what i'm here for and i mean like look at a lot of marvel movies oftentimes the plot boils down to very simple things and a lot of times it's ridiculous um but what you're there for are the people and the characters and the interactions between them like that is that is what drives a comic book universe for it right like yes sometimes you talk about like big plot things that happen in the comic books but more often you just talk about your favorite comic book characters right like yeah, yeah. that is what the mcu has recreated for good and for ill yeah, um, they perfectly <laughs> captured that aspect of it in a you know uh, a, f- a a filmic form. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I have no no complaints about that, uh, and I think they all give great performances. You know, I think it is a shame in some ways that it took the MCU this long to get to a point of um, platforming. <laughs> female heroes for the lack of a better term yeah um you know that that first phase or two really really suffers from that because they really wanted to hit and pull their heavy hitters and uh, most of their heavy hitters are white dudes so i'm appreciating that this is you know something that they have worked harder on it definitely feels like in the post endgame era uh and to look at this you know movie full of mainly you know women character like is there a prominent white guy in this film? No. I'm not sure so. there is. There's, there's no. no, I mean, there's that dude who's like the scientist for Darben, but he's, yeah. he's a complete, he's a, I, pretty much a nothing burger. I don't, I don't know what, does he even have, I don't even know what his name is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what his name is. I'm not sure his name is mentioned. I mean, there's probably a, so yeah, Wikipedia, yeah. you know, like, you know, like it's probably an IMDb Look, or whatever. Looking at the, looking at the top line cast from Wikipedia, the only white dude i think in list is the guy who plays the emperor of the scroll oh <laughs> so, yeah not yeah. who was in makeup was the entire not time like much of a not much of a character either yeah right uh he's, so he, he's played perfectly fine but he's not written <laughs> no he's written heavily like, he's like two scenes and yeah. it doesn't really matter um right. so you know i think that's worth noting i think they did a good job for all of that um you know like in terms of um i think that's again there's a reason that people are kind of intent upon giving this movie a bad name. And I think it's for reasons that are very clear and you should take those at their face value. Um, At that uh, point, I think they should have just bitten the bullet and made it very clear that uh, Carol and Valkyrie had been dating because yeah i think there are <laughs> yeah. some questions there about right I, they kind of it's a very like that, that meeting is like very like sweet on each other kind of like okay well it didn't work out yeah but like right we, not to but mention maybe they broke maybe they broke up or yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah not to mention the, the between that and you know carol's history with monica which always or with maria which always yeah. felt a little bit like tiptoe around that oh, too maybe like, i hadn't even thought about that yeah maybe I definitely know people who read it that way, and I good for I them. Can't, That's awesome. You know, yeah, I can't say anything like I can't argue against yeah. that. It you know, right. <laughs> yeah, it, the, the um, bottom, it doesn't have to be, but like you, you also by yeah. avoiding that overall with Carol, you you're not doing never yourself hear any about her her father, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, sure. I think like there's once been a mention of whoever her father yeah that's interesting that actually that's an interesting dynamic too and you know it's 2023 like 
the reason like a lot of old Star Trek fan what is it called in fanfic was written between Kirk and Spock is because there wasn't a lot of representation uh, and it was a like a nerdy genre kind of show and people like gave people wanting Kirk and Spock to be lovers was a thing uh, because they could read that into that very uh, trusting sort of friendly relationship that they had. We shouldn't be having to do that in 2023 between, you know, right. superheroes like that. Just get over it. Say it one way or the other and don't sort of, you know, tiptoe around something. Just make it what it is or, you know, clarify it. Don't leave these like little hints anymore. This, we can't, it's dumb to be coy at this point. Just be as explicit uh, in their naming the style of relationship as you would be with anybody else, you know? Like, if Bruce Banner's ex had shown up, it would have been a thing, right? Like, it would have been, oh my god, he used to date her. Like, it, it would have, like, if mm-hmm. Betty, what's her face? Betty F- Ford? Nope. Betty Ford? <laughs> nope. Faye Ford. Betty Grable? Betty... Oh, god. Uh, no, <laughs> Betty Talbot at one point. Ross. Betty Ross, thank you. Ross. Yeah. yeah. Like, that would be a thing, and they would, they would address it as such a thing, and whatever. I, I love yeah, that I, scene. That point, I love what, seeing uh, Valkyrie. She's great. Always a lot of fun. I love that she shows up in a suit. I love that, uh, yeah. you know what? If Fury had, had two wits about him, he could have just called up Valkyrie, and she would have been like, yeah, don't worry, I'll take care of these scrolls. Not a problem. Got you covered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, that, um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, I also want to, a quick, couple quick notes. Um, I enjoy having Goose back in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> always great. I, I still always slightly resent the uh, the fact they renamed him from the comics because in the comics it's Chewy. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. Adorable. The kittens, adorable. Uh, the entire scene of the kittens, yeah. wonderful and yeah. adorable. And I love the kittens. That really made the movie um, for me. And I, it's well, yeah, great. And making it's them great. sort of, you know, sinister, uh, ominous. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that is some, that is some fantastic filmmaking and, right there. They're all yeah. running. That's the other thing I love about that scene, though, is also like, you know, they're having an announcement, please don't run from the Forkins, and they're all still <laughs> yeah, just like, right. yeah. screaming and running away. That did feel like a bit of a pull from like a Guardians James Gunny kind of like, this is chaotic and it's bad and it's weird, but it's actually, it's like soulful and well meaning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of those things in which I sit there thinking, like, I don't understand how you could not enjoy this. Yeah, movie. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, it's it's just, just funny. It's just bananas. Uh, I do want to note this is just a costuming note for me. I think um, I was just looking at this because I was curious to see how they lined up. Carol's first outfit in this movie is the best of all the Captain Marvel suits. I will brook no argument on that. It's better than her <laughs> first movie suit. It's better than her Endgame suit, and it's better than the the one she wears at the end is not as good. Yeah, uh, I don't like that one as much either. Actually, I don't really. Uh, I think I might. I, I like Monica's okay, but um, yeah, Kamala's for uh, you know her homemade suit is definitely it's better. better. Yeah, yes, yeah. agreed. I uh, uh, anyway throwing that out. I there. do like uh, Carol's Disney princess dress. That was so fun. Yes. <laughs> like just yeah. through magic. Oh, it's themed through the know, power of yeah. magic. It just goes into it like a beautiful princess <laughs> dress that's still on theme with her thing. It's great. It's so good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, that's that's cool. Uh, that's all I got. It's good. It was solid. I um, yeah, I liked it a lot. I hope this is not the last we see of these characters. Yeah, Damn. stupid box office. I, I really I, hope. I, that... I mean, I'm certain. I'm certain we're gonna see more of uh, Kamala, Kamala for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's like there's 
Yeah, yeah. you couldn't but, get rid of her if you tried. But those other two characters deserve <laughs> deserve more Just, time in the sun too. Yeah, so. I agree. yeah. I have yeah. to believe that the people at Disney, and well, Marvel specifically, but Disney, uh, larger, recognize that this is a good fun movie, and that the box office does not necessarily reflect, uh, the quality of the movie or the the quality of the characters. They may want to change course in some dumb way because they're like, well, we can't sell this thing. But they can't. Uh, maybe they can be. Yeah. Well, I hope they're not they so Iger stupid not. <laughs> that to not realize it. Like, well, we had a strike and all of this kind of stuff going on. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yes. Of- and and you have to know the. You have to be aware of the discourse, for lack of a better term. You know. Yeah. Or what's going on, and realize there are, uh, you know, other forces at work. Surely here that they're are not deliberately trying. They cannot be this. oblivious to that. It may get up to yes. Uh, I mean, this is Disney, so it's different. It's Bob Iger, but like, like a Zasloff side of the fence, it may get up to him and be like, "Well, this is what we get for trying to be woke." And I, I really hope that Disney's not that yeah. weak-willed and pansy. Is pansy a thing yeah. you can say I, these days? I don't know. That's really it's a kind of flower. It's a kind of flower, and it's like it wilts easy. That's where I'm going, but whatever. Maybe I'll change that. But you know, just weak, weak nil kneeled. Weak need. Weak need. Yeah. Weak There's need. some That's salad of words in there that make sense, but I, yeah. yeah sure. Anyway. Do you want um, to discuss the future of MCU stuff or what? Yeah, let's do a really brief yeah. version of that because we hit this weird gap now, plus with the strike yeah. and COVID and all that stuff, there's been a lot of ripples in the effects of these things. The next movie scheduled for phase five is, and depending on how you want to count this, <laughs> Deadpool 3. Uh, which is currently scheduled for July of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to end up, well, I mean, I, it's going to reference the MCU. Certainly, yes. Sure. And I think, and Dead, I think uh, it is the... There's no question they're, not, they're, they're going to take that opportunity. Right. Well, I yes. mean, Ryan but, Reynolds loves to, but, like, they're already, they already riffed on everything that they could, and now, like, the... But is it is it, like, canon? I mean, or is it, you know, I mean, who knows? It's, that's, yeah. What is it? <laughs> Even if it's canon, well, it may know. not be sort of mainline, like, right. important to the overall plot. But here's the thing. Um, Does mainline canon matter if you explain why the multiverses collided in Deadpool, and Deadpool is sort of the catalyst for that, and then you start making X-Men movies? Most people are not going to care. They're not going to care. Why are the yeah, X-Men no, no, here I'm not now? I don't that. know. It just, and for the know, fans, it's like, well, thinking... Deadpool did it. Weird, but cool. Like, I don't know if you need a big, <laughs> overly complicated explanation. I'm not, I'm not, right. We just don't know how yeah. much it actually plays into that right. or not. Um, but, and then the next movie on the slate that is like legit <laughs> MCU Sam. fully yeah. is Captain America, which has now been pushed back to February, 2025. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's going to wow. be quite a long time. Like this is, you know, we've also heard uh, Disney saying they're going to sort of dial back a bit. Um, that said, there are currently four Marvel movies on the slate for 2025, uh, which include Captain America, Fantastic Four, Thunderbolts, and Blade. <laughs> Several of those movies have had some issues. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. that's uh, unclear on when that will happen. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know what your over under on that is. I'm, I'm thinking they'll get two out, push two, cancel one. <laughs> I didn't push another one after. Like it'll it'll peter, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So I don't know where we're going with that. Plus there's an Armor Wars movie floating around out there. And then of course some some TV shows too. Uh hmm. 
so something that occurred to me is that because uh, after uh, you know obviously after walking out of this and being reintroduced to Kelsey Beast uh, and realizing that this completely sort of just ignored secret invasion we will yeah. we are very rapidly coming up in, in terms of this slate on 20 years of the MCU and my initial take mm-hmm. on like are they just going to reboot stuff was like yeah what's the point there's plenty more stories to tell there's all kinds of stuff 20 years of one thing is a long time, right? It's, it's unprecedented. Right, exactly, yeah. There's but nothing it, else ever Maybe like Bond, but I mean, they kind of reboot every episode anyway. So. Doctor Who. And, Doc, yeah. And, yeah, but both of those, and both of those have been around a long time, but not in this volume, right. Star span. Yeah, Even Star Trek. Star Trek, Star Trek has tries the longevity, to make some kind of sense of it. Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah, I mean, there are so many, there are much bigger gaps, there are so many gaps. How yeah. many movies? The, time. We've had 30 yeah. more MCU movies, yeah. I've I've literally lost count. Yeah, um, like let, let's say they clear films. their docket by twenty twenty eight ish, which they are currently scheduled to do. The last movie on the slate right now is Secret Wars in May twenty twenty seven. Yeah, so that takes you right up to just about twenty years, 20 years. of this whole. Which yeah. seemed like yeah, and I think that there was talk that they were going to use Secret War to do a reboot. Right. right. Although, but it seems kind of crazy. I mean, because you're going to you're going to introduce they're going to reintroduce the Fantastic Four in 2025. And then yeah. three years later, they're going to like flip the two table years over. later. Yeah, they're two, three years yeah. later. They're going to th- they're going to flip everything. I don't know. Well, it's a you don't need to question. flip everything, but you could do some. I kind guess of that's mix-up. the thing. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. You keep you keep what you want and you reset everything else. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like they don't have experience doing this in the comic book world. They less so Marvel. But uh, DC does it, yeah. you know, kind of regularly. Every, yeah. every so often, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they've, they've reintroduced the Ultimate Universe, though, right? Oh, in the comics? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really follow the comics. I haven't <laughs> been reading. Closely, yeah, I mean, I haven't but... been reading for a while. Um, I subscribed to Unlimited last year, and I never read any. <laughs> I read, mm-hmm. like, three, and yeah. I was like, well, that was a waste of money. Yeah, once Comixology yeah. went away, I... Like I was giving them a lot of money, and then it knows that. And I know that was God, like a decade ago. I I was subscribed to Unlimited for a while, and then I gave up on that too. Uh, and now I just kind of go and buy collections when I have been told. It, yeah, like I it, think that something's well, really that's good. that's where the smart money is to begin with, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I think that's always been the case. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here surrounded by boxes of comics that I just don't even remember anymore. Yeah. I don't know why I still have that's them. your retirement. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to read them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them I do, but a very limited s- s- collection right. and the, you know, I'll read them over and over again, probably forever. But I have, I have like six, you know, of those big size boxes of comic books here. <laughs> not that many I'm reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so currently, as I said, we've got those, those movies on the slate. Um, there are a handful of other movies floating around out there, including armor wars, uh, Spider-Man, new Spider-Man movies, uh, Shang-Chi 2, and the X-Men, none of which have Actual been. Spider-Man movies, or are these, these no, the, ones that the, Sony keeps before the Tom on? Holland movies. The rumors yeah, okay. are there's still more Tom Holland movies in the, in the offing yeah. at some point. Um, more pressingly, what we have coming up personally for us, uh, What If Season 2 airing at the end of this month, yeah. uh, which we will be covering in some fashion. Echo starts in January of 2024 uh at which point we then have 
basically nothing for a while. <laughs> the next thing on the schedule after that is Agatha, uh, the Agatha series, which is late 2024 currently, and I would not at all be shocked if that date slides. So, uh, Although 2024... They are apparently, they are filming. They are filming, yep. Which, but, because we, we had a little bit of a glimpse into that um, yeah, this week. In the, in the, the WandaVision extras from the, the DVD Blu-ray, yeah. I guess, release, yeah. Um, lots of stuff floating around out there. There's still an Ironheart series that is in production, uh, in theory, floating around out there somewhere. And then, yeah, of let's Daredevil. see all of this. Yeah. 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 And then a bunch of other stuff that's been announced, but never really, or, or discussed, but never really showing right. up. So all of which is to say, um, 2024 may be a bit sparse around these parts. So we'll have to well, see how we're, it's, Dan, it's kind of front loaded. <laughs> two things are always true. There's always money in the banana stand and there's always <laughs> content in the warp core. <laughs> there's always bananas in the warp core mm-hmm. that's that's what that I is learned. not a finely calibrated warp core no no Jordan uh, would be pissed. It, it goes yeah. to ludicrous speed um <laughs> anyway i you know there, there's obviously a big future in the mcu i think it's going through a period of upheaval right now and it yeah. will be interesting to see how it comes out the other side of that yeah and of course we'll be here talking about it yeah it's yep. the 16 year itch that's right <laughs> Uh, so we have some other stuff potentially on the docket, other shows people have talked about. I'm sure we have some other, there's some movies, there's some other things that we will almost certainly be discussing in, uh, 2024. Um, but yeah, we'll be back to talk about what if season two, when that airs in some capacity, since it's airing in like nine straight days, I don't know how we're doing that. I don't know how we're doing echo that all drops on one day. (laughs) That's going to be an interesting experience for all of us, but yeah, that's what you can look forward to. Well, do you know what? I mean, our our readers set their clocks by the release date of this show. Yeah, I know. It's very reliable. It's very in theme because we do so much time travel mumbo jumbo that God knows what time it actually is ever. So 2024 will be the year of time travel dad recaps. Oh, Oh, now you got an idea. Yeah, that's exactly what people have been demanding from us. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you everybody out there for listening to our episode about the Marvels. And of course, I want to thank our subscribers uh, who keep us going. We do it for you because uh, you 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 pay us, which is nice. But also, also we a, like talking about it. It's a sickness. It. We do it because it's a sickness. Yeah. Also, that. it's more the sickness thing. But <laughs> yes. But that, it's not. Thank you for enabling our sickness. <laughs> yeah. That's. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's what. That's thank what we you, want I guess. to say. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I would like to thank my co-host John Moltz. Always a pleasure. Uh, now I'm afraid of cats. <laughs> Probably for the best. Guy English. The movie. Thank- the movie. I mean. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's just smart. Uh, Guy English. Thank you for being here. This is Dr. Hank McCoy. I'm listening. <laughs> and everybody out there. He loved that part of the movie. He loved that he part did, of the that's movie. That's all he wanted. I, he it came that. out of the blue. It came out of the blue. I was like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> came out of the blue. Oh, oh, I didn't even mean, oh, I didn't oh, even mean to do it. And what a good way to end. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. everybody out there, for listening. Uh, we'll see you when we see you. Bye.